This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Getting some great advice from listeners, by the way. Got a review this morning on Fringe, which uh, the man left the message and said that, uh, Tom, you'll probably like the first two or three seasons. Because I just started watching it. Catherine and I both did. And he said, you'll like the first two, three seasons, and then after that, you won't like it. It falls off. <laughs> oh, so you agree with him? It, it, you know, this happens on a lot of series where they, yeah. you know, they start off really strong. And I think what's important to note, if the showrunner, the creator, doesn't have these things mapped out, thinking like, this is a seven-season show, or this is a four-season yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all of a sudden have to scramble and go, where is the story going? Because they maybe had a natural conclusion after season three. And that's sometimes where you go, huh, it just took a weird turn. Things like that. Like yeah. I could say Mad Men. Mad Men probably didn't need seven seasons. I it agree. It had yeah. like a tight five. Yep. And we would have been really satisfied. And I had a big debate with someone online recently saying that's uh, that ending made me so mad. And they're like, but he became the Coca-Cola like creator of that ad. And I was like, but that really wasn't Don Draper. Yeah, no. it wasn't like the essence no. of like who he was. So, whatever happened to January Jones? She just disappeared. She is like an Instagram social media superstar. Oh, she is. Yes, oh. she is. She doesn't act anymore. She does. Um, she's had a couple series, but I think that they haven't been as as big and as you know present as Mad Men was in the pop culture landscape, but. She's still out there. She's still acting. And she's very funny. And I yeah. think that she needs someone to put her in a great comedy because I think she would have a really major like career resurgence. What happened with that? Because I thought she was terrific. She was Don Draper's wife, right? She was. She also had a child. Um, and oh. the father is unnamed. And there is a guessing game as to who the famous dad is. Oh. Because allegedly it was someone who is married. Oh. Um, and so I think for a little while when after her son was born, she took a, a just a step back from Hollywood just to kind of raise her son and get away from the tabloid headlines of that. Really liked her. I really did. I thought she was very, very talented. Yeah. But you move and, on, don't you? Yes, exactly. And she still has not named the baby daddy. Will we ever know? Uh, well, there are guesses. Allegedly, one of the names is Jason Sudeikis. Okay, I can see who that. Who was not married at the time. So oh, that, so that one is good. Um, the other name is Bobby Flay, the chef. Really? Yes. And I want to make sure I have the... Uh, yep. And they, because they were having a fling at the time. So that was kind of like a possibility. Although I think he has said that no, it wasn't me. And then I want to make sure I get the name of the, because it's a director. Um, and they were in a movie together. Let me see. It's, it's Claudia Schiffer's husband, allegedly. Oh, okay. <laughs> a supermodel's husband. But I have a question for you. And I guess there's a question for all three of you. If there was any chance that I would be the father of a child, I would want to know that, and I'd like to know my own child. That'd be great. I don't understand these people are turning their backs on their own kids. I know. It, it does happen in Hollywood. I mean, it happens in that. real life, too. Um, the director's Matthew Vaughn. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, he's a, he's a film director, and um, I'm trying to remember the movie that they did together. But anyway, he is allegedly, and if you go and look, he looks a lot like Matthew Vaughn. In oh, my really? And the kid's how old now? The kid's probably about 9 or 10 now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never understood that. It's, you have a child, and you don't spend any time with this child. You don't even want to, people to know it's your child. I don't understand that at all. 
But we just had a comedian on a couple of days ago, a couple of days ago, and Rudy and I were talking to him, and it's like, so you're very, very funny. How'd you get along with your dad? Yeah, let's not bring that up. Yeah, as, <laughs> as Jeff Leeson, and it said, yeah, it uh, Jeff Leeson, yeah. and he right. said, how'd you relationship with your dad? And he said, well, if I ever find him, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. A lot of comedians, no doubt about it. Rudy, I, what is it, about 70%? Oh yeah, there's there's always some sort of trauma there, and even if yep. dad was around, dad was yep. not a good dad. Yep, dad was usually an alcoholic, or you know, made the kid <laughs> forced him to do football when he didn't want to. Yeah, stuff like that. Sure. There's always some sort of underlying trauma that we're dealing with. Yeah, I mean, always. always have like you know when they do their biographies too on TV, they always have. There's a lot of like addiction. There's a lot of like infidelity when you hear the stories. Like it yeah. just it continues on. But I just, and I'll shut up about it, but it's so damn important to me that I'll mention one more time. I don't understand, if you have a child, how you would just leave them in the dust. I don't get it. doesn't mean you have to deal with the mother or the father on either side. Well, it would be the father, obviously, because the woman has the child. But, yeah, I, it doesn't mean you have to spend child, the time with the mother, but you could go hang out with the kid. Yeah, I feel like there's a huge, I, I would, I mean, again, I only know the experience of, carrying the kiddo but i would think there'd be a huge just pull yeah to that kiddo um yeah i wonder and then i I, with january jones who knows i mean it could have been a sperm bank we don't know at all um you don't we really don't know any of the details who are you calling a sperm bank that's what i call your dad my yeah he is a real good one i'll tell you Talking about barn burners. Yeah, and she didn't put the father's name on the birth certificate, so it is a mystery and unknown. But I, even if that's the case, wouldn't you still acknowledge? Maybe they do privately and just not yeah. in a public forum because yeah, maybe. I hope possibly, so. yeah. you know, if, yeah. if it is a situation of a child born of an affair and every, you know, Claudia Schiff, let's just say allegedly, if it's Claudia Schiffer's husband, Matthew Vaughn, and January Jones, that is a love triangle. That is, you know, three public people that tabloids would love to go and grab onto that story. I tell you my children, I'm, private. my children know 36 and 34, I tell them every day I love them. Every day. And not to just make it up either, because I really, really do. And the grandkids are right there, right next to them. I, 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 I'm a, maybe it's a whole different deal. Maybe, Rudy, it's because we went through, we went through, I went yeah. through that whole deal. Maybe that's what drives me to adore my children so much. Well, I used to empathize with my dad at least a little bit, even though he was a deadbeat and wasn't around and didn't care about us. Fine, whatever. Uh-huh. But I used to, at least I empathized a little bit because he did have a rough upbringing. He had parents that were, yeah. that were alcoholics. Back, I'm like, okay. There you go. But the thing that turned my tide is when my daughter got to an age where she could start making her own decisions and leave when she wanted to. Because the first time that my daughter walked out the house and got into her friend's car who was driving to go to Valley Fair and mm-hmm. just didn't say bye... Oh. I just heard the door shut, and I'm like, wait a minute. And I peek my head out the window, and the girls are getting in the car, and they're backing out of the driveway. <laughs> and I'm like, no hug? No, no. And so I text her. I'm like, hey, you can't leave and not say goodbye. I agree. And after that, I was like, and I, I just, the hurt that I felt when my oh, daughter walked out, I, I was agree. like, man, I know she didn't realize it, but she really triggered something to me about my dad, where I just went, yep. you son of a bitch. You had the opportunity <laughs> to hang out with us all these years. You have yep. four kids. You didn't take care of any of them. Yep. And I am I was distraught that my daughter did not say bye to me. And I'm I like, know. okay, now this is where it turns for my dad. I yeah. know. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Your inner child needs healing, Rudy. 
healing. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He'll be an he'll be an inner elderly person by the time that healing <laughs> comes around, Kristen. It's going to be a bit. It's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kristen, do you have any interest in hanging out for a few minutes with Chris Eggert? Sure. Because we got to take a break, but could you have like five, ten more minutes? Yeah, because no we kind of shorted you again. We gotta, I gotta make sure when Doug is scheduled, then to start her a lot earlier because yeah, because I had called him like around whatever it was three, right. or eight, you know, seven forty or something. I was like, hey, just hang on the line, and then yeah, you're right. But he's such a good talker, and he's such he a is. good guy to hang out with that yeah. it, it definitely pushes things back. We will take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join Chris Eggert right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom for my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmex, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Oh, hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified 
Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms, and you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the highway to hell, Brittany, Rudy, Kristen, and Chris Eggert, working with the four of you, the highway to hell. That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nice. Fair. Nice. Really nice. News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. By the way, Josh, as of course, uh, co-hosting or actually hosting the Friday show on the family podcast now. So Josh will be with us uh, just a couple hours from now. Nice. Looking forward to that. Oh, nice. The good guy. So Chris, I asked Kristen to stay longer because yeah. I keep forgetting when Doug Sprinthal comes on to do his one-minute commercial, it takes about 15 minutes. So well, I good. Gotta, Doug's awesome. So I don't know about awesome. You know, oh, he's okay. On, you know. Now, uh, Kristen... We haven't, I, I guess we didn't spend a lot of time or any time talking about it, but maybe Chris Eggert could tell Kristen Burt about our Minnesota Vikings and how fast they drive in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, 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 there's Jesus. that. Jesus. Chris, 140? Guy was going like 80 miles over the speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> over the speed limit. Yeah, he's doing 140 miles an hour, Kristen, in at three Lambo. o'clock in the morning. Oh, well, like on the freeway or on like freeway. side streets? Freeway, okay. Freeway. Yeah, uh, nothing happened. You didn't, Good. Get a, you didn't get an accident. I don't think there was any drinking and driving. He was just going fast. That is fast. I'm not. I'm not justifying it. I'm not. I'm just. It's uh, the best of that situation. No one was hurt. Yeah, there was no substances involved. Right. But the high speeds are they're scary. I. Go ahead. I just was going to say there's a lot of that in L.A. Well. Believe it or not. It's a Lamborghini. <laughs> got to test like. that speed. Take it to the test track, people. You got enough yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right. And and uh, Chris and I, a couple of years ago, there's a whole bunch of, like, really wealthy guys who are arrested for racing these kinds of cars around the Twin Cities. Do you guys yeah. remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Um. And, uh, I mean, the thing was like, nobody could catch them and, but they got caught on cameras, I think was how they ended oh, up getting okay. in trouble for it. As I recall, um, yeah, I don't know. I, a young man with lots of money, a Lamborghini, uh, lots of, uh, testosterone and there you go. Now, free somebody, time. Yeah. Free time. <laughs> well, exactly. Somebody just texted me a, a short time ago. Apparently is he the same guy? Cause I don't know. I just glanced at the text. He offered his girlfriend a million dollars to cover up for him. Was that the same story? Oh, uh, I don't know about that. There, I, I, I'll have to look up the story because apparently somebody offered their girlfriend a million dollars to say she was driving. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same story, though. I'll try to find it while you guys are schmoozing. Right, let me look real quick in our... Um, it's our hilarious. Story. 
I don't think Jordan Addison, Jordan Lee Addison is his name. I will say one thing about the driving in excess. At least it's 3 a.m. If you're gonna That's go, what I mean. Yeah, if you're gonna go out and rip around in a Lamborghini, at least he was smart enough to be like, either he was up all night or decided yep. to get up early because he wanted to see what this thing had, and he decided to do it at 3 a.m. Because Kristen is right. When I drive in Los Angeles, there are some people that are weaving in and out of traffic, and you're like, you are doing 87 miles an hour, and the flow of traffic is like 50. I know, that's terrifying. Yeah. The drag racing is really common here oh, in Los yeah. Angeles. And remember, we've got a plenty uh, supply of Lambos and other high-speed vehicles, so it's yeah. great. You haven't been to Minnesota in a while, Chris, and so do we, so... Yeah, we've, they're great in the winter. Yeah, yeah. we're filthy with they're them. Perfect in the winter. Yeah. <laughs> Lamborghini in the winter. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. There's, great car. Great car for the winter. Great. So much drag racing in Los Angeles. They they just built a bridge. Kristen, you might be able to you know lend on, uh, in on this, but they built a bridge, brand new. They just opened it. There was so much drag racing going on on the bridge. They had to shut the bridge down. It they it literally just opened like six months ago, and after. Two months of it being open, people had, you know, had, uh, drag raced up and down it. There was so much tire, like, you know, burned rubber onto the pavement, they actually had to tear it down. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah, it's correct. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. It really is a weirdly part of the culture here in Los Angeles, yeah. the drag racing. And it's it's like our high-speed chases that are 35 miles an hour on the freeway. But um, we have, have certain things that are just like so culturally L.A. And drag racing is one of them. That's a great example of it. Man. Well, I mean, they did make a whole movie franchise out of the, the premise of it, right? That's probably netted billions and billions of dollars. Fast and Furious. Yeah, yeah, but they drove those cars to space. Yeah, Chris. It's a little different. It's a lot That's safer. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, I Wait, really listen, one of the stars, there. Paul Walker, passed away from... Right. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. right. From a high-speed situation in one of those vehicles. And you, you would think that he would have some precision driving um, skills in his back pocket as an actor who has worked on those movies. Sure. Should have put him in his front pocket, maybe. No. Wow. Oh, too soon. <laughs> there you go. Oh, sorry. Too no, you guys were all best wow. friends with Paul Walker. <laughs> wow. He was actually Where did a good Tom guy. Go, by the way, I'm here. I was just looking up to see if I could find that story about the guy that offers his girlfriend a million bucks, but I can't find it. And he just took himself completely off the screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Stop happened again? Oh, Jesus. You're a every phantom time, voice now. See, every time I just... Ch- I, I, I got a solution. I thought of I it during this it. break. I thought of a good solution. I'm going to put your camera on a different computer. I, I don't even it. want to be on this damn thing. Yeah, That's well, all I have to say. No, like I don't. We like seeing you. Who I need it. to know what hat and what windbreaker you're wearing every yeah, day. Yeah, and I need your approval when I'm talking if I know if I've got your attention or not. And if... <laughs> Okay. And if like I start Eggers. to lose you, that's when I shift gears. Oh my gosh, Chris, you too. When yeah. I say something, oh, and yeah. they'll be like, "All right," and yep. I'm like, "Oh my god, he hates this topic." Yep. 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 <laughs> what are you talking about? Both of you pains in the ass. <laughs> I just uh, listen. I thought it was just me. Our job mean is to, to me. read the our job is to read the audience, Tom. You know. That's true. Yeah, your job is to read the audience. That's exactly right. All right, I'm I'm gonna jump back on so you guys can laugh at my hat. Good. What do you mean, good, you pill? I've never liked you. <laughs> Damn it, Tom, I want to see you. I've grown so, accust- uh, so accustomed to seeing you now. I've grown accustomed to your face. How about Chris? Uh, by the way, you guys probably talked about Tony Bennett, right? Oh, I love Tony Ed. Bennett. 
Uh, last show, oh. his last show here was at the Orpheum in 2019, which is it really not that long ago. Yeah, yeah, I said I go. It had to be pre-pandemic. His yeah. last performance was 2021, though, which is pretty astounding considering right? what he was going through. And I think Loved he was him. already like in the onset of the dementia thing, well into that tour, that last yeah. tour too. So, boy, what a what a it, gift it, for people to be able to see him. If anyone hasn't seen the special, I'm sure I'll have to find out where it is on streaming, but it's about his last concert. He knew it was his retirement concert with Lady Gaga. And she was saying um, that he couldn't remember her backstage and he was out there on, I think it was Radio City Music Hall. He was already out there and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Lady Gaga. And she goes, in that moment, I knew my friend was actually present and there because there is something about the brain and singing and lyrics that are all tied together. Mm -hmm. I had covered when Glenn Campbell had had um, Alzheimer's before he passed away. Mm -hmm. He was able to remember all of his songs. The second he would stop singing, it would all escape him. And I think something very similar happened with Tony. Is it a cadence thing? Do you think the cadence of singing is what kind of brings your mind, your brain together? I think muscle memory is yeah, a big part yeah, of it. Probably. And the, the brain is such a is funny thing. I have an aunt who has early onset Alzheimer's and she's in the later stages now. And it's it's interesting to see what she remembers and what she does. And her short-term memory is nothing. Uh, but she can remember something that happened back in, you know, 1986. Very clear. Yeah, that's, I mean, is Alzheimer's, is that a genetic thing or can anybody get Alzheimer's? Uh, they have done a lot of studies on it. So yeah. I, I'm actually in the process of maybe getting like some pre-screening done because my grandmother had it and I've got oh. it on both sides and I had a, uh, an uncle who is suffering from it right now. So the early onset Alzheimer's is the worst. So you uh, think it is genetic then? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, okay. they've done a lot of studies on it. Yeah. Um, uh, what was the, th- oh, there was a documentary that won Best Picture like five years ago, I think it was, where they take Alzheimer's patients and they play music because people, yeah. their short-term memory, they can't remember anything. Right. But if you play somebody a song from their childhood, from like when they were you know, 16, 17 years old, they can tell you the first place they ever heard that song, yeah. who they were with, what they were wearing. But if you ask them, you know, hey, this is your daughter, they go, I don't have a daughter. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think, honestly, listening in, to, to that kind of thing in cadence... And in rhythm helps yeah. your brain kind of sure. lock into one thing. That's good. Music therapy. And also, this is, and it's very specific, ballroom dance is also used for therapy oh. for Alzheimer's patients mm-hmm. because of the intricate choreography, because yep. you have to connect your, your mind and your body. And it's not like jazz or tap or anything else. It is very specifically ballroom dance because it's a partner dance. No wow. kidding. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm sad enough now. Shall we move on? I'm, Damn. I'm, I'm like, everything you're saying, Rudy, I'm like, I am so screwed. Yeah. I already have it. And like, then I'm already forgetting things. And not to you know. add, Chris, a lot. the sleep thing, too, will get you. For sure. Yeah. But there's been a lot of, I, I think um, the FDA might have just signed off on something. Like, there's been some pretty big developments, Alzheimer drugs. There's a new drug, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that is something that, and you talk about uh what could have a dynamic impact on that. So hopefully that'll keep moving in that direction. Do you want me to pivot back to something you were talking about to get out of this topic? Well, I could, I just got to throw in one more thing because they're both of my mother's family and my father's family had it where the older you get, the bigger prick you become. Oh, wow. Yes. So we've so, got... I don't know what it's called. How? But I could become an even bigger prick. How? I don't know. How could I get... How could it get worse? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, no. Is there I'm, a cure? I'm here to find out. By the way, one thing I'll point out also, 
uh, you talking about, oh, you're off the screen. We'd like to see it. I, can, I cannot see you guys at all. No, because I put up a phone call if you wanted to take oh, it. Oh, God, I'd love to. That's yeah. a magnificent idea. Yeah, that's why that's up there, yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. Greg is calling in. Greg from Blaine, how are you? Uh, good morning, guys. Doing well. How about yourself? Oh, magnificent. You So you do have information on the Viking and the million dollars. Because I, I can't find it, Greg. What happened to it? Yeah, well, you know, I was found it actually on the Star Tribune. Uh, it was Delvin Cook had offered his ex-girlfriend a million dollars to uh, drop assault accusations against him. So oh, Delvin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Player, though. Yeah. Well, I just I said I didn't know it was the same player or not, but he, yeah, he, no. so he wanted her to take a million bucks to lie for him. Is that what he was trying to do? That's correct. <laughs> you know, I love our listeners. You guys are, that's correct. I love that. That's magnificent. Did she take it? No. Yeah. Well, she didn't? No, oh. it all went to court. <laughs> yeah, yep. that she, was the idea. She declined was... it. Go she ahead. declined it. Yeah, she did decline the offer. Unbelievable. Now, Brittany. Would you ever offer me a million dollars just to shut up? About the abuse? No, just to shut up all the time. Um, yeah. See, that seems I like a really it. good deal. I knew it. I saw it coming. <laughs> I mean, maybe a little less. Maybe we'd lean like half a million. Half a mil just you, to pipe down. You do crack me up, though. Like, you do make me laugh. This morning you had such a hard disc. Like, it hurt my feelings and made me laugh at the same time. Hard di- Tell them what this hard disc was. I'm trying to remember. Uh, See, oh, it's uh, such a hard oh, disc. Oh, yeah. Remember. Oh, yeah. Because I was going to ask you about your weekend, and I said, oh, I'll wait till the show when I'm paid to talk to you. That was like a joke. And you said, they couldn't pay me enough to pretend to be your friend. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah. Because she took that so seriously. Oh, oh listen to all of you. Tell me that's not funny. Greg, that's defend funny. me. I, that's defend hilarious. Me, I, I'm trying, but you know how it is. <laughs> hey, guys, Tom, I got to run. Just want to let you know I've been listening to you since your previous employer back in 86, and I really enjoy the show. Thank you, sir. And tell all your friends, please, because we're, we're trying to get everybody, because I think about 90% of people don't, don't even know this show's on the, air, on the, on the uh, podcast yet. I'll do what I can. You're a good man, Greg. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. God, I'm hearing a lot of that stuff that people have been listening. Well, I told you the kid from Red Savoy delivering the pizza was tearing up going, I've been listening to you from the time I was a little kid because he was like 35. That's really sweet. And I started there 37, 38 years ago now. Yeah. So, uh, But it's so cool to hear people talk about that situation and just how, yeah, man, I, and, I, and he did not know we were on this podcast. He had no idea there was a podcast. So it, we, we'll get everybody... But, you know, the people that are listening, if you could tell your friends, that would be great because it's a bitch letting people know that this is even on. And then you got to get their... on TikTok. You could do that. Yeah, that's Everyone what I want. Go viral, Tom. Our threads, right, Chris? <laughs> threads that you can get on TikTok. Again, t- I've not put one thing out on threads, Brittany. Thank you. I oh. hate it. I'm going to get off it. It's stupid. I don't see a point. <laughs> I'm going to go to your, your post and read it for verbatim. Yep, it says, hello, world. Hello, no, world. That's a good start. A smart ass. Oh. That's a good start. No question yeah, about go it. Ahead and look. Uh, hey, what we also need to do is actually take people's phones from them and show them how to download the the podcast app. Yeah, I, I like have to do yes. that for like six people. <laughs> uh, podcast. I don't even know where to find that. I'm like, there's actually an app for it. It's the easiest thing you could ever do in the world. And it's called podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's called pod. And by the way, when you do it, if you do it in your car. 
most cars now because of Bluetooth will will connect it right to your radio. Here's what's yep. nice about that: if you have Apple Play, or I think yeah. what are the, what's the other one they call it? I can't remember Google Play or whatever. Yeah, that if you connect your phone immediately, right when I jump into my truck on the screen, boom, the Tom Bernard app pops right up. So really? it's like, yeah, it's, it's one of the apps you can actually just have on demand in That's your vehicle phenomenal. at all times. Yeah. We'll get there. Matter of fact, I'm, I have a meeting. Uh, I don't know if it's today or next week or whatever about that very thing. And yeah, because like I said, you know, we've got to let everybody know we're, we're even out here because I still run into people every day going, man, I really miss listening to you because they don't know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what are you going to do? Can TikTok. you take that thing down now that I so I can see everybody? You can. Yeah, yeah see? All right, I found it. July yeah, 6th. Cool. Chris Eggert. If anyone cares to thread with me, I'm over on Threads app. Whatever that is. Ooh, smiley face. Yeah. So yesterday you <laughs> lied. You said, I'm over on the Threads app. Come follow me. I'm going to post pictures of my food were your exact words. I can go back and I may have added the food thing, but the other thing is pretty spot on. And then it's like, here's my Threads app. Little yep. my, yeah, here's my little yep. picture. Yep. And? And I'm just saying it's a little bit needy. It's a little As thirsty. A jur- oh, stop. Oh, as Ooh. a journalist, give me that. <laughs> Hey, I'm supposed to be available to people on all platforms. That's true. I will back Chris up on that. That is absolutely true. We're going to have to get a fake Tom then because I ain't doing it. Yeah. My last post, what was the other one? Was Facebook and what was the other one? MySpace. Uh, Twitter. You were on Twitter. Twitter. That's what it was. It was Twitter. Twitter. I was on Twitter. Uh, You can't find it anymore at all because I, I guess my last post was, hey, why don't you go F yourself? Yeah. <laughs> that was my last You post. had a couple angry tweets back in the day. Yes, oh, I did. It was I iconic. do remember that. It, I was like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> I was working the overnight, and I was seeing them live, uh, and I was like, Thomas Bernard. I'm telling you, Scott, everybody's a tough guy on Twitter and Facebook. I hate that. Yeah, it was pretty funny because it was, like, reported on, and they're like, we're not exactly sure who the target was, but Bernard did say... Beep you, beep you, beep this. <laughs> like I said, Sonny Barger used to be the head of the Hells Angels, said everybody's a tough guy until they meet a tough guy. That's pretty funny. That was a great line. That's a good line. But, yeah, I just, I can't, I, you know, God bless you. You're on there. And I know it's really good for business because everybody's on it. But I just can't listen to people chirping at me Is like that. Is it, though? Oh, is it really is not? It good for business? I don't know. I don't make a freaking cent off of Facebook or Twitter or threads or Instagram. Are you or, allowed to monetize, Chris, with your job? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, that's why. I was like, because you could be monetizing if you weren't. I know How does network. that work? Because I need that. <laughs> then I wouldn't hate it so much. Now it's just a yeah. pain in the ass for no reason. Well, there's been creator funds for both Instagram and um, TikTok. Brands reach out and will give you money to do videos or make appearances and things like that. There's a lot of money to be made. I'll make a video for anybody. Just give me some money. (laughs) Why? I think there's a whole industry built around that, Chris. And the truth is, it's why a lot of people who work um, for networks have now gone freelance because then you are free to make a lot of additional money. Yeah. I just got a great text from a listener that <laughs> said, yep, here was you about once or twice every day. Come on over. I'm at 917 North Lilac Drive. Get your ass over. Oh, how many times would you say, come to the studio? And I would be the only one there on the overnight. And I'm like, please don't come here now. Well, they like, couldn't get in anyway. He's, he's not here now. But I'm just like constantly, come to the studio. I'm here. 
You're not at the moment, okay, well, sir? In the parking lot. Yeah, well, close you weren't close. You weren't close enough People in my mind. People are nuts. Don't invite them. <laughs> Why? Come on over there, tough guy. Let's, you know, not that I'm a tough guy. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm a tough guy at all. But if anybody has to run their mouth like that, I guarantee you they're not a tough guy. Well, how about the time that everyone peed on our building and you weren't even in the building? I don't even work in that building. I never worked. They About 100 cab drivers came over because I told them they sucked at their job or whatever it was, something. So like about 100 of them came over and pissed on the building. And the next morning when I said, I got some bad news for you. I don't work in that building. <laughs> it wasn't even there. It wasn't even there. And they were peeing up a storm. Oh, that bet smelled good, I bet. But they also chanted... Tom Brunart, this is for you. Brunart. So, so my name was Brunart for one day there. So that was good. Oh, I can still hear it. Tom Brunart, this is for you. Tom Brunart, this is for you. They kept chanting that, apparently. Can I was I like, tell he's you guys not here. <laughs> can I tell you a random thing I learned about the taxi cab industry several years ago when I was working in Seattle? And Love every time it. it comes up, it fascinates me. This was like pre-Uber and Lyft and all that. Um it was apparently so cutthroat that if um, they were at the airport lined up or whatever places where a lot of cabs would gather, yeah. if a dude wanted to take out another dude, they would like shiv him in the ass <laughs> or in the leg so they couldn't sit. Oh, my God. Whoa. That's Think about mean. that. That's crazy. That is insane. It's a little mean. That came from a... A friend who claimed to have some insider information on it, and every time I see a cabbie, I'm like, "Holy crap!" That is, there's territories. I know that, like, you can't go in each other's territories. And I had a cab driver oh, before sure. Uber, and he'd be like, "You need to walk three blocks east before I can pick you up." Really? They, oh yeah, they have like wow. hardcore territories because he didn't want to get shivved in the ass. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. But then Uber came along anyway and ruined it for everyone. And shivved him in the ass in a different way. (laughs) (laughs) No, we said shivved him in the ass about 15 times on the show. This ought to be a big hit today. I'm sorry. I've been cursing a lot today. Nothing wrong with that. Restraints that have been lifted from me not being on TV. It's a podcast. (laughs) I watched your TV show this morning, like I always do, and your comportment was quite honorable. I'll I'll do better. Oh, wow, you were great. I thought it was. I need to step it up. It was good. There's no question about it. Is this the kind Brittany of? Made me upset. Is this the kind of material we can expect on Threads, sir? From you? He's not answering. He's not talking to you no, anymore. He's not talking about Threads anymore. He he's just, done. I'm not going to talk. I deleted that freaking post anyway after I put it up because I misspelled <laughs> something in the in the initial post. It's still here. Yeah. Oh. I don't think so. If is anyone can, I'm reading it. If anyone can, is it spelled correctly? Yeah, I misspelled something in it and like deleted it. I was so embarrassed. Did you repost it then once you corrected it? I didn't think so. I was just like, what is it? What does it say? If anyone cares to thread with me, I'm over at the Threads app. Whatever that is, zany phase. Oh, God, you're so lame. Oh, man, did you guys see Chris's new thread he just put out? He said he'd rather take a shiv in the ass than be on thread. (laughs) That's amazing. I'm sharing this on our page. Very well. Good job. That's all I have to say. All right, both of you, get the hell off the show. You heard me. (laughs) Okay. I thought it was. Have a good Barbie weekend, everyone. Oh, now, wait a minute. You can't go and tell. Oh, she's got her Barbie glasses now. Oh, yeah. Very cute. Because I have heard, uh, not from friends, but I heard from people in the industry, that the movie sucks. No, it's good. Who says it sucks? Well, a lot of people in your business thought it sucked out in no, Hollywood. No, it, it got really solid reviews. Yeah. Yeah, how much they pay for it, those? They can't pay for reviews. Uh-huh. 
The same amount we paid Tim Lammers to come in here in an hour and tell us that Barbie is amazing. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. It's the same amount. So yeah, Bar- and it's going to win the weekend. I, it's going to make over $100 million at the box office. So. so what is it about? I know it's about Barbie, but what's the story? I don't know. Barbie doesn't want to live in Barbie's world. And it really sort of dismantles a bit of the world that Mattel actually built for, for Barbie. How does that have anything to do with the China Sea? I don't understand that. There's a small clip, and it's so but ridiculous. Why do they do that? It doesn't, it, you know what? If someone just hadn't noticed it, it would just would have gone. Well, why by. would you do it in the first place? I don't know. Because people are <laughs> a pain in the ass. That's why. I'm just here yeah. to tell you. Okay, but you know what? Ignore that part and go enjoy the rest of the movie. It's <laughs> enjoy funny. Enjoy that part. And Ryan Gosling steals the movie as Ken with his Kennergy. I like him. Now they say that he he is a, like his character is way over the top. It's perfect it, because oh, it it's is. part okay. of the song. This okay. this movie is all camp. It's all camp. Chris just yeah. told just gave us the finger and said, "I'm leaving." He deleted Done. his post right because <laughs> I tried reposting it on so our page. So you deleted it. And he then deleted he it. He deleted it. That's why I was looking at his phone. He deleted. I bullied him into deleting something. He's making a graceful exit, and I don't know when to leave. So obviously, oh, Kristen, I'm so sorry. You just saw me. I'm so mean to Chris, but he's mean back. It's well, Kristen, if you're gonna leave Krista, you have to give me the finger before you leave, and then you just disconnect. I don't give you a finger. I'm I know you than never that. do. You're far nicer than Chris Eggert. That's all I'm saying. More properly. Properly. All right, we will talk to you next week. Yes, I will see you all on Monday. I will be interested to see who did Barbenheimer, Oppenheimer, or Barbie. Barbenheimer. So that's both of them? Both of them. Double feature. You got to do it. Sit there about, for five hours, which I know is not Tom. How about none your business? Because I ain't going to either one of them. No, thank you. Right. Movie's got to get a lot better. Monday. All right, thank you, dear. <laughs> Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, uh, news, of course, brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. I know we got to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. The Tom Bernard Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live on the Tom Bernard Show app or at TomBernardShow.com. We've been hearing about the new technology offered at Twin Cities Premier Health for the treatment of ED. This is one of those topics that can get uncomfortable to talk about, but the truth is, if new technology can improve your life by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction, why wouldn't we want to talk about it? Look, I've been going there for, I think I'm on my sixth treatment this week. Things go very well. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Not a big deal at all. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create a new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. If, like so many of my listeners, you aren't interested in continuing to take a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection and wipe all the spontaneity out, reach to the Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer. A free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is valued at $800-952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346 for their office. Or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to tell them Tom Bernard sent you. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, 
I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees or back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial contact consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. So if you've been following my progress with MinnesotaFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 27 pounds. And you can too with the MMFatLoss.com summer special, $200 off, now only through July 30th. I'm going into my maintenance phase. I can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort, but honestly, with MNFatLoss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Brittany sent me a story uh, quite a while ago, and I've been avoiding it all morning because it's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my entire life. Miami woman, 18, arrested after allegedly trying to hire a hitman to kill her three-year-old son. You hire a hitman to kill a three. Oh, uh, and the story is even more bleak how they found out that she oh, was doing it. God. I know. I actually like that. I just don't understand what's going on. People are crazy. People are getting dumber by the day. And that's because of, again, uh, your fabulous internet. They are. They're getting dumber by the day. Yeah. It's sad. It's, it's, it's rough. This story's rough. And really unethical. Yeah. Do you think people are, I suppose, maybe there's an ebb and a flow to being unethical. But right now, people are incredibly unethical, especially when it comes to money yeah. or like killing your three-year-old. Well, yeah. yeah no. I mean, you got to read. You got to read how they found out, Tom. It's crazy. You got it. A woman accused of trying to hire a hitman this week to kill her three-year-old son has been, she's bonded out of jail. Yeah. Jasmine Payez, 18 of Miami. She's only 18? Yeah. Christ, she looks like he's about 40. Uh. 
uh, charged with first-degree solicitation of murder and third-degree using a communications device for an unlawful... You called a hitman on the phone? No, it's even worse. Oh, it's even worse than that? There's even more of a paper trail than Pretty calling. Listen, uh, get a bullhorn. There is, like, it's bad. Keep going, yeah. All right, investigators say they were contacted on Tuesday by a man who operates a fake hire an assassin website to report that the woman had contacted the operator to arrange a murder for hire for the young child. According to police, the website founder uh, created the online site to catch and curb those looking to hire a killer. Police say the suspect provided the address for the child and his picture to help facilitate the request. According to investigators, the woman asked that the job be completed by yesterday. Yeah. Okay, Thursday. So she went to a website that he made, a fake, this guy yeah. made some yeah. fake website. You just Google how to hire a killer. That's the website she went to. Sent pictures yeah. and the names and tried to hire through that. I mean, that's crazy. How incredibly stupid people have gotten. Stupid and then just like, wow, what what's going on here? Like, give me your three-year-old, okay? I will take your three-year-old. I know. Like, there are people <clears throat> who will take your three-year-old. What do you, what, what? Mm-hmm. What do you want to do that is so, ex- so amazing? What is the thing that, like, this three-year-old is preventing you from doing? I get it. You don't want a kiddo. Then don't, then figure it out. Like. Yeah. No, I agree. Do you think it, the only reason it didn't happen to Rudy and me with our fathers because they didn't have three grand? That's probably it. Yeah, I'd like to make the joke that uh, when we were growing up, if we went to a family wedding, we couldn't have a dollar dance because no one had a dollar. (laughs) So there you go. The dime dance. Mm -hmm. Let's get that bad boy going. Police traced the IP of the computer that was used to make the request on the website. And it was the same uh, one listed by the woman who made the request, the police report says. Police went to the... Does she not know there's a big, like, record of this? It's, I mean, it's literally not even a paper trail. We're talking no. about a map was given to the police. Oh, yeah. here. here. Here, I'm right here. Here's the address. She gave it to me. Here's the picture that she sent me of her son. Police went to the address, spoke to the child's grandmother, who identified the child as the intended victim based on the murder request uh, submitted online. The boy was found safe, though, and sound, safe and sound at the residence by police. Investigators then posed as the hitman and conducted a conversation with the woman who confirmed the request and agreed to pay $3,000 for the murder assignment. Police then went to the woman's home and arrested her. Investigators did not speculate on a motive for the request, but said her computer browser still had the murder for hire website on it. (laughs) Oh, man. Right? People are getting so stupid. Why? First of all, there are plenty of people that would take a three-year-old. You could just put them up for adoption. People would love people who can't have children. Absolutely. Why would you want to kill a little? Although, what did the kid do? Wait a minute. Let's back oh, that no, up. No, no. We are not backing Come that Come on. Thing. What did he do that pissed her off that much? He forgot to use a coaster? Drove her car. He stole her car. That's what he did. The three-year-old stole the car? Three-year-old stole the car. Yeah, I don't Who can... Look, we just talked about the fact I could never ignore a kid that I had with someone never intending to have the child or whatever. I could not ignore the kid, so I'm probably never going to have a, a child murdered. What do you think? Well, it's, I mean, okay, so it's like, you're, I get it. You're 18. This is probably not the life you plan for yourself. But well, there's other, there's like, you know, there's other ways around this. Mm-hmm. I get it. I you get think. it. 18 for me, I would not have wanted to have a baby at 18. I still had a lot no, of living to do. But, like, it's just, just take the extra work. I just, just do some paperwork. Well, again, why, if you don't want a child, what are you doing having unprotected sex? Well, what are you doing? I mean, you're, 
living in today's world, or maybe they did have protected sex and it, it just failed miserably. You never know the the backstory. I have no idea the backstory, but I know that there's a lot of options before having that kiddo or after having that kiddo. Yeah. If that besides this, like this is bleak. I don't think I've ever hired anyone to kill anyone. I'm almost positive I'd never have. You're a real hands-on guy. Yes, I am. I'd rather kill you myself. That's, That's true. true. <laughs> there you go, exactly. It kind of reminds me, Mark Norman's got a new special coming out uh, Tuesday, I believe, of next week, and he's got a joke in the trailer that says, uh, I was walking out of an abortion clinic, and the lady was like, you're a murderer. He's like, well, actually, I hired a hitman. <laughs> See? Funny. Oh, it's funny. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you're not knocked out by that. No, that was funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, you did? Yeah. I did. Kind of a lame response, I thought. But, oh, and hey-o. Hey-o. Um, 58% of us think we're underpaid, and almost no one thinks, almost no one thinks they're overpaid. I might be. <laughs> yeah, no shit. That's <laughs> yeah. just a given right there, no question. You and Bob Iger, although he makes $300 million a year, so he, he does pretty well. Look, It's like looking in a mirror when we talk about Bob Iger. <laughs> $300 million to be on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. That'd yeah. be pretty good pay, man. Hey, I'd take it. Uh, there's a new survey out, out on jobs, and one thing is for sure, Americans feel like they're underpaid, even if they are happy in their role and feel like their work has a positive impact. 58% of people say they are either somewhat or very underpaid. Well, then why would you stay working there? If you're underpaid, then don't stay there. Go yeah. get another job. Right? Yeah. yeah, I assume so. That's what I've, I've quit many jobs. That's why you call me Quitney. I quit all the well, time. You do, Quitney. There's no question about it. Yeah, I've never, I never would consider being working underpaid. No way. I mean, I did. Like, I went, when I started in radio, you accept it. And then after a certain point, you keep accepting it. And then at some point you go, you look around and you're like, I don't want to do this for this little anymore. You know, the very first time I worked, or maybe it's a place we worked now, but I'm not saying. I'm saying it. I started out doing the Jesus tapes on Sunday, and then yeah. I did weekends, and then I did, of course, the overnights, and then I did 10 to 2, and yeah. then I did 6 to 10. and It's just one of those situations. Yeah, you actually had a normal progression, which is pretty rare in radio. It is, yeah. But I got called into the GM's office. I'll never forget this. I'd been there for a couple of years. I said, Tom, I got great news for you. Uh, we're going to make you full-time. I said, what? Because, yep, it's finally going to happen. We're going to make you full-time. It'll be great. Welcome to the, uh, the family, to the team. It's magnificent. I said, oh, that's great, man. It'll be great to make more money. He goes, oh, well, because I was making, I believe, $12,000 a year. Yeah. Twelve grand. Uh, the new full-time job paid eleven grand. It paid less. Less. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's, it's true. With Benny's, though, huh? I didn't know because I never showed up on yeah, the air again. I said, once sense. you blow it out your ass. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they offered me a 1000 less than I was already making. <laughs> and you know what, though? I'll tell you this. When, they, when, and when you're at that young age and they hand you that contract, uh, when, I, when I was doing mornings in La Crosse, Wisconsin, they gave me $17,000 a oh, year. Oh, see? And I was a millionaire in my mind. I was like, look at all this money we sure. have coming. I mean, when your rent is like $270 a month. And right. then you That's also, amazing, yes. And then you bartend on top of it. Like, I was yeah. bartending three times a week. You were doing well. Yeah, I mean, you, were, you were killing it. But, yeah, but then when you look back on it, you're like, oof, that is no, bo no bueno. Well, there's a large you, man that you just You just let him there. walk in the door. Jeez, uh, thanks, I'm Rudy. telling you right now, man. Thanks a lot. There is, there's no security in this building Do you have whatsoever. a gun on your, on your hip? Well, don't tell me be quiet. I can see it. I don't have any. No, he doesn't. He does not. It's a, it's a, 
Boomerang. That's what it is. Sure. It's a, that's it. The, the emphasis on boom. Yeah, I do, if you would be so kind. Forget it. Forget it. Officer out. Dave is here. That's so funny, Rudy, because that look you got in your face is always the look people get on their face when Officer Dave well, walks just, in. He just kept coming into the window. I was I like, know. how much more man is left? And, like, could you have entered the studio quieter? We always hear when people open the door. <laughs> That's oh, not not Officer Dave. I know. He's you actually, never hear him sneaking up. 300-pound cat, I tell you. You are. There's no question. <laughs> okay, we're just talking about people thinking they're underpaid rather than overpaid. Oh, I'm underpaid. I'll give you. Don't see. There you go. <laughs> There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here comes Brittany. She's setting everything up so you can be on camera and everything, man. So things are good? Things are really good, yeah. How have you been? No, we're good until I found out today that Tony Bennett died. Yeah, I I Not a fan of that at all. I love Tony Bennett. Got very, very... I was trying to think, because they said the last time he appeared in town was in 2019, but that was at the Orpheum. Mm-hmm. But I saw him at Mystic Lake, so I wonder that must have been at least five years ago then. Ah, let's I see. guess. I, yeah, I think he came through town like on a whimsical tour thing or something. That's I what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know when the hell that was, but it must have been before 2019 because they said that was the last appearance. Mm. Was at the Orpheum? Orpheum, excuse me. And I know it was, it was at Mystic Lake. It huh. was he played there June 9th of 2017. That was six, six years ago already? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was only 90 then. He was yeah. very young. Oh, yeah, he was spry. That was six. I literally would have told you, that was a couple of years ago. I literally would have thought that was about two, three years ago, maybe three years. Turns out six years ago. That's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. It's amazing how time goes, isn't it? Indeed. Now, if you uh, never got a chance to see uh, Tony Bennett, it was one of the great talents of all time. He died this morning if he just tuned in. Can you tune into a podcast? Yeah. Can you, can, you, can you tune it in? Ours, we, you can. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the, just, way, the way we stream it, you can tune in at any time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But is it tuning in or is it just clicking in? I guess you could say tune in. I know what you mean by tune, like you tune the, like radio, tune the radio to get yeah. to it. But yeah, I guess, I don't know. I guess the, the verb has changed. So tune in, I guess, would be fine. Yeah, because, I mean, you don't tune into a radio anymore either. You push a button. Mm-hmm. Yeah. used to be turning that little dot. The old Philco radios. Oh, yeah. Philco radio. Oh, yeah. Exactly. There's no question about it. <laughs> so things are good with you? You're, yeah, everything going well? Everything's good. Just got home from or back from vacation yesterday with the family. It was a Vacation from trip. what? Yeah, that's just it, right? Jesus well, everybody else took vacation. Amino. I just took a d- two days off. <laughs> Honest to God. I said, just two days? That's it? You went two No, days? we were gone Sunday through Thursday. Did we get to hear where you went? We up to uh, my buddy's got a little spot on a lake called Little Thunder up by Reamer. Mm. Oh yeah, know, so know it very well. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Do the do the little line because it's one of the great lines in the history. <laughs> you gotta, of Minnesota. You got to take Emily to outing to Reamer. Yeah, <laughs> that one is that take the one Emily you're thinking? to outing to Reamer. Yep. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh look how. Impressed Brittany. I've heard that. it before. I'm not hating. I, you want me to go, oh. There's another one, too. Boo-hoo. Just making it up as we go along. Yeah. There's another combo yes. of cities that people say, too, that are there like is, that. Yeah, yeah yep. I can't remember offhand, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of those classic ones for sure. I still love Embarrass, Minnesota. You named your town Embarrass? Right. Really? Well, you know. You know. I love it's that, though. A bazillion below zero every year. Why not? Oh, it is bazillion below up there. No doubt about that. <laughs> this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.